Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Talk Seamers Podcast. I'm Cyril, today I'm joined by a full team. We've got Jed, say hello Jed. Hello mate. We've also got Paul, say hello Paul. What's the crack, how's it going? We've also got Jake, because he's nothing better to do. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> always get Jake. He's the coach, yeah, you're the coach at this today, point. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got new signing, Billy. Billy, how you doing mate? I'm good, thanks, how are you? Well, I'm just so buzzing that we've managed to snapchat you because the hours are terrible and the pay is even worse. It's nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's, have, it's good to have all five of us on, isn't it? It is, mate. It's going to be absolute carnage when we start arguing. I told, uh, I, I told, my, told my missus the other day when we signed Billy that we brought another little podcaster in and she said, you could make a boy band now. So, <laughs> well, that's the plan. Watch, watch out one direction. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> As long as no one mentions Lingard, we'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> it was built into his contract that when Aston Villa lose, we're not allowed to comment. We <laughs> <laughs> made that abundantly clear. We must first go to Clash of the Titans and Sheffield United, who finally, well, I, mean, I wouldn't say finally, I mean, got got, got the points on, on um, Sam Allardyce. They're finally picking up some form. Um, goals from Jason Bogle and Billy Sharp. What equal to the one goal of West Brom, Matt Phillips. Sheffield United absolutely dominated this game. <laughs> Jed, how, how, how bad a loss is this for Sam Allardyce? He had to win this match. Oh, a six pointer. It's a very big, it's a very big loss for him, mate. As you say, six pointer, you've got to beat the teams around you. And, and Sheffield United this year, this year have been almost guaranteed three points for everyone in the league. So even though they have, you know, started playing a little bit better recently. It was a winnable game for West Brom, but they just weren't at it, weren't they? Sheffield United, all credit to them. They played really well. I thought the goals were taken really well as well, especially Billy Sharp's classic centre-forward's goal in the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair, fair play to them. Big Sam's still got a lot of work to do and, and a big job there, possibly a bigger job than he realised. 
I worry for the patron centres, total schemers. Because <laughs> if he goes, I'm going to have to take a month off, man. <laughs> Definitely recover. I mean, it's, it, the writing is on the wall for West Brom here. I mean, the, the, the window is shut now. Sam has his squad that he's going to have to, to, to keep West Brom up with. And it seems, that for me, too big a task. I mean, in this game, the only man, against Sheffield United, only managed 268 passes. Jorginho will do that in the opening 15 minutes, <laughs> you know, when he, when he played Sarri ball, you know. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, what do you think, Paul? Do you think the writing's on the ball for Big Sam? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Fulham, West Brom and Sheffield United are all down and out. Like, Sheffield United are 11 points off, Burnley. <laughs> yeah, big shout. It's a very big shout. <laughs> Controversial, but like... There's a massive gap yeah, yeah. up as well, isn't there, Sorry. That is, it's about yeah. 10 points from, um, yeah, from like... 17th to, or sorry, 18th to, to 17th. Um, especially with Brighton now starting to actually get a bit of luck on the side. I've been going on months for how think, for how long I think, you know, Brighton are, are a good football team that just kind of seem to win football <laughs> matches. Um, but yeah, their luck's turning around and I'm actually, I'm going to side with Paul on this and probably, probably say the bottom three are likely yeah. to be the, 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 the three that go down for me. That, that gap is just getting too wide. I think Newcastle could potentially fall away following some, some really bad results but uh, I'm unsure at the minute uh, we go next to Wolves uh, Arsenal Wolves managed to get a, a massive three points against Arsenal Wolves needed to start picking up points if they had any hopes of mm. of, of getting to that top half and, and even trying to be around competing in Europe or at least for like just for the, the sake of the players they have they have some quality international players in that side and, and the, the, the form has just not been good enough I don't think the excuse of missing Raul Jimenez is good enough uh, what was your thoughts on this match Dave? Um, yeah mate I thought like you say Wolves massive three points for them especially at the minute because you know they, their form sort of fallen off a cliff hasn't it really but I just want to talk about those two red cards especially the uh, the, the, David, the David Luiz <laughs> one I mean I don't know about you boys but I've seen that and I'm just baffled especially now it's yeah. the fact that it it's been rejected. The appeal, the appeal was rejected to overturn the red card. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, baffled. And then Len, Leonard, yeah, it's brilliant. It's classic <laughs> Arsenal, isn't it? Like, something like that. <laughs> uh, Leno's is just Leno. Stupid, yeah, I don't know what it's he's just, thinking. He's just what is what on earth is he doing? He's trying <laughs> to get away with it as well. He's just punched because it's like, oh yeah, I'll pretend that. But then you know, when you look at it, you think. Who's got the abs to make the ball fly that far, realistically? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. The me. David Louise one's crazy as well. Yeah. Yeah, the Louise one's ridiculous. David, there's like there's there's not even like there's not even contact, is there? The the centre forward's leg flicks off David Louise's knee. Louise is nowhere near him. Like it's such a harsh it's a harsh foul, yeah. let alone a harsh red card, isn't it? Like, we have to I have to feel for them there, but um to be honest. Like I think that Jean Moutinho's goal was good enough to Absolutely, win any game. Yeah. So, oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. won't begrudge Wolves that. Only scores Rodis, don't you, Moutinho? Only scores yeah. Rodis. <laughs> With uh, the David Luiz sending off, do you think he was sent off because it was David uh, Luiz? Absolutely, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Don't even look at, need to look at the replay. It was. Did yeah. <laughs> like, I even look at the replay? <laughs> 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 They went in Var and Var was just like, was that Louise? Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call an ambulance for the player he's took out as well. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, it was crazy. It's just mad though, isn't it? That I mean, he's tried to get out of the way 
and yeah. he's, he's yeah. still sent off. He's not even tried to make the tackle yet. He still gets <laughs> he still gets sent <laughs> off for it, like the Bednarek one a bit later yeah. on as well. Yeah, over Tom. Yeah, that's another one, another dodgy one. Uh, I just think, yeah, like, like Paul said, I think it's just ref see David Louise <laughs> and the hand is in the pocket before the tag was, before the tag was even made. Yeah, he's <laughs> running over like. Yeah. Oh, such a banter signing for for Arsenal. I mean, he can't can't do no right, David Luiz. He can do no right. He cannot be playing at centre back. They need to, like, move him somewhere out. I don't know where. Like, move on to the left or something, like, out the way of the box. Just stick him in the Gunnosaurus costume. (laughs) Because he'd still get sent off. <laughs> Sent to the stands. <laughs> oh no, I think um yeah <laughs> sorry Billy, we just lost you there for a wee second. Yeah, I think this is probably oh, a little I'm bit of now. misfortune for <laughs> Arsenal, but obviously you can only play what's in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you're back you're back now, Billy. Uh, yeah, I think we right, right, was right. just just they, they, you can only play what's in front of you. They've got to take advantage of a poor side or a side with, with a bit of poor luck and get their three points because they have been desperately mm. needing them. Uh, in the past sort of few matches. Um, Just a final, final thought on the that game, sorry. I thought Pepe took his goal well for yeah, Arsenal. It was a very nice goal. Um, oh, yeah, that's that the sort of goal. goal he's, got, he's got a couple of goals now in the last couple of games, hasn't he? It's the sort of goal that you see why they paid the money for him in the first place, but he's just not been doing it enough, yeah. has he? Yeah, if, there, if there's a positive Arsenal can take from that game, it's a, it's a Pepe goal, I think, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> yeah, there's the £70, the 70 million pound player actually doing something. Yeah. It's definitely a positive. <laughs> um, yeah, Nicholas Pepe, he's obviously quite clearly full of talent, isn't he? Um, but he's just so one-footed. I've said this so many times, I don't mean to keep... Beating the same, beating the same drum here, but for for a, for a Premier League player that costs seventy million pounds, you need to at least be able to like win what pass win the ball when you're on foot, you know. <laughs> I knew move the ball was also in some very fashion. One footed though, so uh... true. It's the best life, best life back in the world, mate. Gets away with it. We go next to the massive oh. talking point of, of this podcast. It happened again to Southampton nine <laughs> 0 at least, at least it wasn't in their own gaff. That is the only thing they could take away from it, you know. But the, and at least Man's clutching at straws. That is similar. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Man United probably won't make a DVD about it and sell it yeah. <laughs> when they next face each other. Um, it, was, it was absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, I think Saints fans must have been looking at this, looking at this when it was like five now and just think yeah, it's going to be nine. It's going to be nine. It's happening. It's happening again. It's the same feeling. <laughs> Uh, what, what were your thoughts on this game, Billy? I just couldn't believe what I was watching, really. <laughs> I mean, the red card early on was... A, it was the one red card this... Or in the past couple of days that was a red card. Yeah. It's yeah. a horrendous other, challenge. Other than the Leno one. It's a horrendous challenge. It's the only one that was a red card. <laughs> but Awful that complete, it completely changed the two outputs, didn't it? I mean... Southampton could just then stick ten behind the ball, and that's all they could do, mm. really, wasn't it? They didn't yeah. really have a, they didn't really have another choice. They seem like a bit of a Jenga block right now, Southampton. I mean, it just is. It's like you take that one thing out, and just the full <laughs> thing fucking crumbles all over the place. I mean, great. Granted, right, you've got to go ninety minutes, ninety minutes with it without without a man, yeah. right? He still shouldn't be getting spanked. Like, no. Oh, no, they need to be able to no. adapt. They need to be able to like change. Um, Something in the in the game would be like right, okay, that's 
a win a win or a draw is probably off the cards here. But let's not get beat fucking nine 0 you know? I mean yeah. <laughs> I thought um I thought they're they're really missing Yannick Vestergaard at the back. Yeah, if you look at definitely. some of the goals that United have scored, they've they've got three men everywhere in the box and, and picked them out. There's no, there's like no challenge for any of the headers or anything like it. All the, the ball just seemed to go wherever United wanted it to. Southampton had no one to cut it out, no one to, to deal with the pressure really. And that's ultimately why they got dicks because there was no one in there to just yeah. hoof the yeah. ball away. Like it was also the leadership it's, it's a shame as well. though. He probably brings yeah. a lot of leadership to the side and tells He's a big what man, to you do know, on the pitch and stuff like that. Yeah, He's probably really vocal. So that's also going to be a massive miss to them, mm. isn't it? Hundred percent. You got a big man like that screaming at you to get back. Then you, you're gonna fucking do it. You know what? <laughs> oh, a big yarn. Well, get fucking running back. <laughs> I better track this run. You know, uh, I could not believe what I was seeing. Um, to be quite honest, and I just I wonder if it like when it when the third and the fourth, but and like all that was in every one of their players' heads was. Fuck, it's happening again. Nine nil again. The fact that it was the same scoreline just fucking. Did you? Um, and Ralph was probably stood in the sideline like fuck. Did you hear Ralph's interview after as well? The guy, the, the guy said mood. to him, he was like, "Oh, how are you feeling?" And Ralph was like, "Well, how do you think I'm feeling?" It's like the stupidest <laughs> question in the world. And Ralph was just like, "No, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't talk to me. I'm going home." If that, if I was, if I was Ralph, I'd be like, oh, "Send the assistant." Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not doing, doing it again. Again, again. Yeah, that's it. It. Yeah. it's not yeah. once now. It's twice. Isn't it? like, they could, he could have just tucked up with like a, a laptop that played his interview, <laughs> like when he could be back yeah. Leicester. <laughs> Virtually the same. I mean, what, what can you say? Um, do you think you'll rally this team, Paul? Ah, yeah. Like you like did last time? Yeah, exactly. I don't, like they weren't in, I think last time they lost 9 0, they were either in a terrible run hmm. of form before or after, or is in the middle of it. But like this time, they're not in nearly as much trouble. He was actually under a bit of pressure last season. Um, but yeah, it's happened before, so I think. <laughs> Now it's a case of what we do, what we did last time, which is obviously forget about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll be hurting, obviously, even Dan James. <laughs> that was the worst part of it all. Aaron Wan-Bissaka scored. I mean, you know, it's yeah. going to be a bad day at the office <laughs> if Aaron Wan-Bissaka's putting them by. Yeah. Luke Shaw get like three assists as well. It's, like, it's just mental, isn't it? Oh, just the easiest assist. I could win that ball in, mate. I'm not even left-footed. <laughs> He'll be laughing with those assists, thinking, yes, easy, that's... Did you uh, see that lad that had Bednarak in his fantasy football team? <laughs> and he capped it oh, as well. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Oh. It was... Rest yeah. in peace, man. Incredible. I, had, I had him as my first sub. I was shitting myself for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Bamford wasn't going to play. Oh, he was on my bench as well, and I forgot that I benched him, and I saw the scoreline, and I, I panicked for a second. I had to check, and I was like, oh, thank God. He finished on minus seven on like normal scores. Obviously... Captain can you imagine, mad. Can you imagine you're that bloke that triple captained him? You think you've, oh. you think you like. Apparently, there was only one dude that did it. Literally, just like one. Why, dude. You tri- why would you triple captain Benrick anyway? Like, Especially against Man United. If you're doing that, you deserve he, it. He obviously you had some inside it. information. Yeah. He had some inside information. He was like, oh, you know, he's he's good in the air. He's he's all right in the air. You know, he's going to get a goal tonight. You know. Oh yeah, he's going to keep. He's going to keep Fernandez, yeah. Cavani, yeah. Martial, Rashford. He'll keep them all quiet on his own. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that man, apparently, from what I've read, jump out his window as soon as he's seen that. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, professional reporting here. 
Is, does anybody have any points to add to the to the, the second walloping? Um, Southampton have taken that in a short period of time. Just do what you did last time and get over it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the sun. Don't look at it. Yeah, you know, get it's there. It. It's there. You can feel it. You know, you know it's there, but don't look directly at it. <laughs> Just put it down to the fact that it's been a mad yeah. season. No pre, no fans. <laughs> yeah, no move fans. on. Just get over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That was the reason. That was yeah. We next go to Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we next go to Newcastle Crystal Palace. Two uh, one Crystal Palace. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did say Roy was going to rally the boys, and he did. And I did think uh, Roy was going to get the win here. John uh, Joe pitched in obviously uh, with a great goal, a, a great goal, a very John Joe Shelby goal, uh, and then Gary he- Gary Cahill. Um, tips in where I go I forgot about that and I just pictured the goal in my head there and think oh it's it's like Gary Cahill yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a good header yeah but yeah the, um, the one before that the equaliser the, is it Riedewald yeah. yeah that was a great yeah. goal as well he's, he's absolutely great swatted strike, that yeah they did they did score um, two in quick succession within five minutes of each other mm. and then obviously Roy was just like oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the three points um, as he got man in a match it seems to be the cause that if, if, if Crystal Palace do well in a match that Eze's getting the man in the match um, yeah. very much stepped out of that that Zaha shadow mm. or like you know how is he going to play in this team in the creative outlet well the attacking outlet is Zaha turns out you can have both or even when you don't have Zaha you've still got something there uh, which is great yeah. for Palace um, they've managed to keep Zaha at the club, so I do assume they will. I do assume they will manage to nail down Eze for at least a, a good period of time. Um, and I hope they, and I hope they do do that because it's, it's good for the the teams outside the the, the top six to have these sort of special players that, that do look you know uh, wonderful to watch and, and creative with the ball <laughs> on their feet. Uh, Bruce did not look very good in this match at all. <laughs> when uh, does he? We well, had the bulk of possession and and they had twenty one attempts on goal, but. It still kind of looked like Palace. Well, you know they were in they were an autopilot. What were your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, I think um, Newcastle are such a weird team, aren't they? Especially like this season, they're just so like all over the place. It's, they look all over the place at times. And when Palace scored the second goal, you just knew that Newcastle probably wouldn't be able to do anything and come back from it. Um, mm. I feel I feel like they're so frail at the back and when they concede that you just sort of know that potentially there's going to be another one at some point. Um, and then Roy's going to do what he likes to do best, get a couple of goals and just say, right, come at us and see what you got. And at the end of the day, Newcastle couldn't really do anything to um, to penetrate that. If you take Callum Wilson out of the team, or nullify him like Palace did, then Newcastle are very, very limited going forward. 100%. Yeah. And it surprises me because they do have quite, some quite uh, mm. creative players. I mean, Newcastle are well, the only team in the league for me that can have 60% possession, 21 shots, and still look as if they've played mm. a bad match. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's they are an, an enigma for me, and I don't know if it's just people look <laughs> at Newcastle with biased glasses on, maybe I'm one of those, and just think, oh, this is, this is garbage. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, anybody Newcastle hoping for or expecting a cracking game (laughs) yeah yeah you you just don't (laughs) Um, although they do have like some players I I quite like I do do quite like Giorgio Shelby I like you know Almiron and um, ASM and and Carl Wilson it just seems like they don't have the right plan to utilise those kind of players Uh, and then Mm. they're asked to do a lot of things that they're clearly not comfortable (laughs) doing Um, one being Giorgio Shelby, please run. Yeah, <laughs> just not going to do that. You know? <laughs> um, I think they never, they never ever seem to have a solid 
defender in their team, do they? I don't they? think you know, they've they ever always, had a solid defender. They always seem to have, like, <laughs> their, their centre-halves always seem, like, just dodgy. Like, they've got errors mm. in them. And it just doesn't, like, that just hampers the, the attacking talent they've got. Because, you know, a team like Newcastle will have to build from the back to, to be successful. And they need to keep goals out first and <laughs> foremost. They just don't do that. Like, it's, it's really weird. It just sort of, it leads to them then having, like, worse performances. Like you say, you never... You'd never see them as having a good game, even when they've had like twenty-one shots at goal. I just One thing got though with Steve Bruce is he always, whenever you think it's going to be his last game, he always manages to get a performance <laughs> out of the side. I have no idea how he does it, but it, uh, it's just Ashley loves him. Ashley loves him <laughs> like like defend me in the press, keep me in the Premier League. You will be a Premier League manager for as long as I own this football club. You know? Well, they've, they've got Southampton um, next, haven't they? So potentially a, a bounce back game for Saints or Newcastle pile the misery I was on. Say, so, yeah, I don't think I don't think Ralph could have asked for an easier game. To be honest, yeah. um, he, he, yeah. he needs to capitalise on that. He cannot crumble to to Bruce's Newcastle. Uh, if he does, I think that that leads to an even more miserable return to form <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Ralph um, he's a manager I quite like I quite like um, managers that are open to playing like high press and high intensity football and leaving it all out there in the pitch uh, I do think he, you know, he is, he's, he's still quite a young manager I think he could probably go uh, you know take Saints into Europe at some point and, and maybe even go a wee bit further in his career as well. But that's a conversation for a different day. Next we go to Sean Dice, the, the second Patriot Saint of the Talk Streamers, <laughs> uh, yeah. as he try to defend against City. Um, and City will just, just do City things, really. I mean, I really think, and it, it reminds me so much of two years ago um, when, when City won the Premier League, but Newcastle were kind of top. And kind of looked Newcastle were top, were they? When they come out. Newcastle? <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Bruce on the brain, boys. Bruce on the brain. <laughs> was that like twenty years ago? Or? <laughs> I just remember with Shearer. Shearer <laughs> Alan Shearer was leading Shearer the line. Was, Shearer was having a really good season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of that time. Well, um, after Christmas, City just went on and just didn't lose a game. Just went on total. They just put put it out of cruise control. And just hoovered up the rest of the league and and, and won it right at the end. Uh, they have that look around them. If you ask me right now, I think it's 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 got to be safe for me that I'm going to lift this title. That's the to think. lose, isn't it? Oh, yes, yeah. to lose definitely. They they were just again against Burnley. They were just too good, weren't they? Um, there's not really much else you can say at the moment other than that they're just they're too good for everyone that they're playing against. Um, I think the highlight of Burnley's match week has been Sean Dice's oh, uh, press conference where he's talking about lookalikes. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Right. What a press There's, conference. Right. That was absolutely brilliant to watch. Um, I think Burnley fans probably will have enjoyed that more than the actual game, to be honest, because they didn't really do anything apart from defend. Um, <laughs> they did, to be fair, they kept the score down. Um, they, they did defend quite well at times, but like I say, City's just too good, aren't they? It's, it's definitely their title to lose. Yeah, they're, un- they're unbeaten yeah. in 20 now and they've only conceded four goals in that, in that 20, so... I mean, yeah, it it's is, isn't it? And uh, to be fair, I think Burnley done quite well because in their last eight games against City, it was like 31, I think, overall on like the aggregate score. So <laughs> I think Dyche will take a 2-0 every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. I think um, here's a start for you. Burnley in our last two matches against City and Chelsea have taken three shots. <laughs> Not three shots. Oh, three shot. <laughs> just had <just, laughs> <just> three shots. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. very Burnley, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They should be happy with that. God yeah. <laughs> Better than I was expecting, boys. <laughs> oh, absolutely superb stuff. I'll be next go to the cottage where the uh, film were defeated by Leicester. Uh, Leicester, they had the party without Vardy. You know that old saying, no Vardy, no party. They had the party without Vardy. They looked very, very good in this match. Ian Acho uh, impressed me thoroughly. Um, considering he's still a developing forward uh, and not quite your Premier League ready player. I really do see that if potentially Vardy starts playing less and less games every season, he could he could definitely fill that role if he if he if he could stick to the form he's on recently. Uh, fill him at some point that you win a game of football. They <laughs> need to win a game of football at some point. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match, Jake? Um, I thought James Madison has been brilliant for a while now, and then again t- yesterday he proved that, didn't he? Um, he was superb yesterday. Uh, he tore fall apart as he's been doing for a while um, and and I thought his cross uh, his, his cross into Iheanacho was uh, superb I mean as a striker that's exactly where you want the ball to be and he's whipped that into a brilliant area and Iheanacho's got a fairly simple header um, only helped by by the cross um, but yeah and, and James Justin as well I mean what a player he's turning out to be as well he's been phenomenal since he's come in hasn't he his running stats mm. is insane his running stats are absolutely insane. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's turned out to be a, a, an absolute fantastic player. That second um, goal that they scored, where Madison's just sort of held the ball up, essentially, uh, he took on the defender and then then played mm. Justin in. Great goal. I thought that uh, that Madison was really good, and like you say, Justin just runs, doesn't he? Can run for days. He has. He's got. <laughs> he's got. He's got stamina that that only comes with like just that hunger that these young players have to like I think he really backs himself to be a quality, yeah. quality player nailed down mm. that position um, to, to, I mean to Ben Chilwell leaving um, that's like it's a huge like at, at first you sort of thought yeah. oh they're going to replace him but I mean he's come in and he's been great since he's come in so um, you can't you can't knock that at all yeah 100% uh, a really good win for Leicester I think Phil if they, if they have any hope of staying up they absolutely have to start winning matches fairly fairly soon uh, we next go to Leeds, Everton, where Everton have pinched the points uh, against Leeds uh, in a match where they probably weren't the better team. I think Leeds probably deserved something from the game. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match, Paul? Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, it was probably Leeds definitely deserved a point at least, <laughs> yeah. but I think yeah, the story mm-hmm. of the night was basically Olsen filling in for Pickford in goal. He had a cracking game, uh, made some unbelievable saves in the second half, especially. Um, so Pickford had a great night. He didn't have to play. Pope made a woeful mistake. So <laughs> looking good for Pickford anyway for England. Um, and yeah, yeah, like Everton obviously happy with the happy with the win. Um, Calvert Lewin. Had a couple of good chances actually, which could have made the game like out of sight in the first half. One, he, I think he just side footed into the keeper, and the other one he put wide when he should have passed it. So mm. I'd say, like, if um, Everton hadn't won the game, people would be blaming him. But yeah, I'd say that. One thing that, that is probably con- controversial, and I know, I know the match to fit Digne and Godfrey and, and Holgate into the side. I think Everton on a better side with, with Holgate and, and Godfrey rather than Digne and Seamus Coleman. I think they just like, oh, there's just something. Good about having four centre backs in the pitch. <laughs> Dina's um, delivery though is oh, just so dangerous, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah, the just... first, the first goal, the first Everton goal was was all about that cross from, mm. from him on the left hand side, and oh, it was absolutely brilliant. I think he adds that to Everton's attack, where you know the other players, centre halves playing as full backs, don't really add that. I mean, obviously that these days centre halves are decent on the ball, but I think that Dina being a natural left footer just it just works, doesn't it, on that side? But it's good to have balance, isn't it? Maybe rotate them a little bit. 
I was going to say, like, because if, if you're against a side that you think is going to have the bulk of the ball, you know, you can't you can put four set of backs in the pitch and, yeah. and, and Mason Holgate and Godfrey fit into those full-back positions as traditional full-backs, just mm. excellently. Uh, and then in the games where you really want to open up a, a side, like, you know, your, your West Broms, your Sheffields that are going to sit back, um, Fulham's, uh, you can you can bang on Coleman and and, and uh, Lucadinia that, that have that, that left and right foot that can that can wrap one in to... Yeah. Dobrik Alvaloon, who normally finds himself between the sticks at some point, um, <laughs> who was very impressive in this game again. Uh, Gilfrey Sigurdsson. back amongst the goals, isn't it? Gilfrey yeah. Sigurdsson, I think, is probably having his best season for about five years for mm. me. Uh, he's been, he's probably didn't, I don't think Ancelotti envisioned himself, uh, envisioned Sigurdsson to be as much a part of the side as, as he's been this season. What's your thoughts on that, Jed? No, I'd agree with you, to be honest, mate. Um, before Ancelotti came, he, he was sort of a, a bit part player anyway, wasn't yeah. he? Ever, and they'd spent a lot of money on him. He hadn't really done much for them. Um, but he, he certainly seems to be getting the best out of him. So it's, it's worked out all right for him in the end. Um, but yeah, like you say, he's probably having his best season for, for a long time since he was at Swansea, probably. I think so. I think so. Um, there are a lot of special players at Leeds. I think they need to add a little bit of depth. Um because can, can, can a player run like that every every game, 38 times a season? And then if you if you make Europe, it's Stuart 50 Dallas times. Goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and That's I the was... thing with Bielsa's teams though, isn't it? Everywhere he's been, there's a, it's always been a trend at Fatigue. the end of the season. They'll just completely drop off because they can't do it anymore. And mm. I think that's a massive, massive part, the depth and that that is required, especially in the Premier League as well. You definitely need those options. I mean, you could you could you could be as good a team as you like. Um, as, you know, Wolves full of international players. Players were talking, you know, upwards of forty million pound valued players. Um, all over that squad. Uh, one player takes a bad injury, Raúl Jiménez, and your season. You can't just allow your season to, to fall apart like that. To fall apart like that. I, I think in the squad and the modern Premier League era, you have to have a deeper squad. Uh, and I think I think Bielsa might struggle with that as he typically likes to keep a small team. Um, because it, t- it I think it demands things of players that, that, that maybe only few can do. I mean, like the fitness he's got out of Patrick Bamford, uh, his sprints are registering and up there with, with some wingers, some really, really fast wingers, fast wingers like Hudson Adoy, and he's a big lanky centre forward. The training they must be doing, it, it's, it's got to be insane. It's got to be insane. <laughs> but I don't know if it's sustainable in the modern Premier League era. I think there needs to be some, some form of rotation <clears throat> or a plan B when that's not working. Um, Anybody get any more out to this match? No, not really. I think it's a win that Everton needed, though. Really. Definitely. I think so. I think so. Everton have been really good at narrow victories this season, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, they have. Scraping yeah. them forward, haven't they? Europe has to be on the cards for them. I think if it, they don't get European football this season now, I think it's got to be seen as a Absolutely. failure. Absolutely. I don't yeah, think I'd they agree. Will, if I'm being honest with you, I don't think they will. I think that they'll just drop off a bit and get the odd win here and there, but I, I don't think they'll finish in Europe, if I'm being perfectly I could. It, it depends on fitness, to be honest. It absolutely depends on fitness. Yeah. To keep squad fit, I think, yeah, they get it. If, if they can't, then maybe they do drop off, like you say. Um, if they do end up in Europe next, next season, they definitely need to go open that checkbook <laughs> and... and and um, spend a wee bit more money because Ancelotti's signings so far have been fucking magnifico. <laughs> they are building some some side there. They really are. Right, over to Aston Villa of West Ham. Billy can't this. <laughs> I've been dreading this one. Uh, Aston Villa lost 3-1 to West Ham. Jessica, Jesse Lingard doing the double. Thomas Suchek getting his goal as he does all the time. What a goal um, it was as well. Yeah. 
Really um, well worked. A goal from Ollie Watkins is a consolation. What were your thoughts <clears> on <throat> the match, Billy? We just weren't at the races. We dominated everywhere. The midfield was non-existent. And against a strong physical team like West Ham, when you're playing like that, you've, you've just got no chance, really. They can pop up with a goal any from anywhere, like Suchek getting in behind. Lingard was, I mean, he was dangerous all game. And somehow we managed to keep him out until the 51st minute. But, I mean, after that, it was just plain sailing for West Ham, really. Two top midfields against each other here. I think people under, underrate the, the level of midfields against each other. I really do rate, rate Villas. Uh, John McGinn, Douglas Ruiz, um, Jack Grealish, Ross Barkley when he's firing as well. Uh, I really rate that as a, a, a you know, top half. Uh, midfield that uh, West Ham obviously Thomas Suchek absolutely loving life in the Premier League uh, Declan Rice you know is, he keeps getting better and better every year uh, and then obviously adding players like Jesse Lingard who's came in and, and did a uh, like I'm a player that's memed on Jesse Lingard um, I'm not a player I'm a, I'm a guy that's memed on Jesse Lingard <laughs> I was going to say I'm hanging out today boys you're having a nightmare I've done a ten hour, <laughs> done a ten hour shift at the hospital committed to the pod <laughs> um, yeah and yeah, I've been I've been giving him shit for fucking everyone else, haven't they? He, he looked, yeah, and he looked good last night. He looked, he looked very good. His movement was he fantastic. Did, he did, to be fair, but so did Ross Barkley in his yeah. first game against Liverpool. So, and I mean, last night he was awful. <laughs> it's, it's the only word you can you I can describe it really. He was absolutely awful. So, I mean, Lingard, if he keeps the form up, then. I mean, he's going to be a great player for West Ham. If he does drop off like Barkley has, then, I mean, <laughs> what else can you say, really? But I'd, I'd, it'd surprise me if he was to be in the Euro squad anyway, whether he keeps this form up or not. To be honest with you, I think there's too many young, hungry players yeah. for England and Southgate to choose yeah. from. Yeah, I think, I I think like Jesse, Jesse Lingard squad. getting nowhere near the England squad, no. Um, I, I think that if, if Villa can take a positive from the game is that... Um, their goal was really well worked between Watkins and Grealish. They combined really well for that. And that that goal from Watkins is, is a proper centre-forwards goal as well. He's, he's sort of taking it on the run into the box and it's a great finish. Um, West Ham, the better team though, like you say, Billy. Uh, they, they seem to just outclass Villa in, in every department really and um, deserve the win. And it's a good good result for them as well to bounce back after obviously getting beaten by Liverpool the other day. You've got to be enjoying this season much more than last season, Billy. Uh, well, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the signings Villa have made this season are up there, probably up there as some of the best sort of like um, squad improvement signings uh, yeah, of any team this season. I think I think Martinez is, is fantastic. Ollie Watkins mm. paid off big gamble back paying thirty million pound for a Championship level striker. Uh, quite clearly settling into the Premier League quite well. Uh, Barkley when it, you know when he's able to take players off when Jack Grealish gets like man marked by like three <laughs> players uh, and, and open up space and find space and. and uh, yeah, I think I think what Villa the signings they've made have really improved the squad, the, and I think if they can build on that next season, um, you've got to be looking at your European football. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I think the the best signing, or certainly the biggest signing for Villa last season, was actually keeping Jack mm. Grealish. <laughs> a signing that was already at the club. Yeah, a five year contract as well. Exactly. Um, I mean, there's not enough words in the dictionary to describe this bloke. <laughs> He's just unbelievable. Rob. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think all, all Aston Villa fans are <laughs> um, 
You know, he's there. He's making £120,000 a week, Jack, really. He's captain of his boyhood club. He's in a five-year contract. Security for life, really. Um, and he, you know he's going to be first name in the team sheet. If he's fit, he's, mm-hmm. he, he plays. So he's in a good situation. He's I got think one a leg he plays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. He's wheeled onto the pitch um, if he's still alive. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there'd be a, there's a lot of Premier League players that would swap places to be in cut and, and uh, Jack Grealish. Uh, issues right now um, and he's a fantastic player for me he has to be in that England squad as a big big part of that England oh yeah squad it's one of the years. first names on the team sheet for me definitely 100% 100% definitely uh, we go next to a game that me and Jacob are locked into talk about <laughs> um, Liverpool lost at home to Brighton uh, Hot's even more because it's a side I was bigging up I was fear, I was fearful over this match to be honest Brighton had, had won the last two uh, and did kind of feel like maybe a false dawn for Liverpool. It definitely felt that way. Maybe in the first half, like I, I could tell, but the, the, the way that half ended, it was maybe not going to be our day. Um, what were your thoughts, Jack? Uh, where to begin, mate? To be honest, uh, it was it was, dread, it was dreadful again. What annoys me about it is when I was watching it is look at that Brighton defence, and it's about fifteen foot taller than any Liverpool player, um, <laughs> and you know Liverpool were were. F- like whacking balls in to, to like Firmino and Salah and expecting them to out jump like Dan Byrne and you're just thinking what are you doing and the one or two good chances the Liverpool did have was when they were passing it along the floor and playing nice football and it was just like just do that it's it's clearly worked <laughs> like do it again and then it was yeah. straight back to just whipping the ball in you know let let try and win a header but I thought Liverpool were just it was dreadful it was, it was the only word to describe it was absolutely dreadful yeah I mean yeah, 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 yeah. It looked like Liverpool oh, yeah. or Brighton were more likely to score again rather than Liverpool getting an equaliser. I think like it was just so frustrating to watch. Uh, like when they're going for the equaliser, they brought mm. on Oxley Chamberlain and Origi, and there was just zero movement, no runs in behind, no runs even past the midfield. And then also another problem is I think without Van Dijk, they don't have the defender yeah. to play a decent, mm. like not a long ball, but some sort of defense splitting ball. Rosette. Uh, like I saw, like Nat Phillips, <laughs> when he gets the ball, he kind of just looks to Henderson and just gives the five yard, which is fine. Like that's all he can do. Um, it's not his fault. <laughs> it's not many players can. It's not his fault that he's there and can't do what Van Dyke can do. Um, but yeah, it was just exactly. So you're always going to miss him. And yeah, once Liverpool don't get the early goal these days, obviously hmm. it wasn't the case against West Ham. But like you get the feeling, had the feeling over the past few weeks, and been used to the feeling over the past few years, like before Klopp. They don't score early or like. It feels like some people try to possess the opposition. And it goes to nothingness, basically. They'll just absolutely just try to starve them of possession. But we kind of like to. It needs to be other ideas. A lot of teams in the Premier League are happy to play with extra possession. Some teams, they they plan for it. It's part of the game plan. I think um, Brighton did really well to just go for it, though. Oh, they Um, did. They did what what West Ham didn't do the other day, and and they exploited Liverpool's weakness, which is Mm. obviously the the back four. They've they had plenty of chances, um, and they were more clinical than Liverpool. So I, th- I think they were good value for the win. To be honest, like you say, boys, it's from a Liverpool point of view. Obviously, it's disappointing, um, but for Brighton, it's absolutely massive, isn't it? Huge. For, for them to be getting three points there at Anfield, and um, you know, it's it's. I think the title now is is probably too far of a stretch for Liverpool this season. Unfortunately, for you boys, um, because it's a big gap that City have opened up on them, and. With City being in such good form, you just don't see anyone catching them, do you? So, like you say, I think I think the title's gone for Liverpool. The target's top four now, isn't it? Yeah, 
top, top four in the Champions League, Champions League money for me. Um, yeah, I think there need to be some exceptional circumstances for for Liverpool to be back in tight race, um, especially with the form that like City are just in this sort of mindset, autopilot, tear a team apart. It doesn't really matter. I don't think they need, to, they need to be putting teams to the sword four or five now. They just need to be getting the points, and mm. they're, they're getting better. They, they are now better. They're not com- not overly committing forward as well. They are happy to wait for a chance. And Jesus again is, is is a player talked about a, a few shows ago that Pep just needs to play him into form, and I think that's happening. He has shown his qualities now, and he's getting more frequent uh, at the goals. Whereas Liverpool just it looks like the same thing every game, and when it's not working. You can you you can foresee the, the next seventy minutes of of it still not working. <laughs> um, I think there needs to be some, I think, some, um, something that's going to help is the yeah, fact that Jordan exactly. Anderson hopefully will be moving back into midfield. That's going to massively <laughs> massively help. But the, you know the thing is, I know it, it's the sort of the same old thing, but Liverpool have so many injuries this season. I mean, not many sides can lose all of their centre backs and still be in the top four and only seven points off top. I mean, that's a credit, you know, as bad as Liverpool have been, uh, they're only seven points off top and Man City last year had Laporte out and at this point they were 20 points off of Liverpool. And, you know, so, you know, for all of the the negativity about Liverpool's title defence, in comparison, I think they've done fantastic to be where they are without any defenders, effectively. 100%. Um, I wouldn't be writing Liverpool off if it was if it was any other side mm. they were chasing. Yeah. I've just I've just been watching this Man City side and I just cannot. I've, it's very rare to see a team this in the zone. They are they are like Liverpool last season in the zone every single match with a ruthless mindset of and confidence that you can only. It's like it's an aura coming off the players, you know. And it's just if it was any other side they were playing, I would I would be like, oh, it's seven points, you know that can that can be changed in three weeks. Um, I just, I just don't foresee a bad three weeks for this side. <laughs> the chance to get side. ahead was the, at the beginning of the season, wasn't it? It was, well, yeah. Man City were playing dodgy. But now, as you say, they're in that ruthless mindset and I just can't see any team stopping hmm. them at all. I, I'm, I'm very much of their opinion. Anybody get anything to add? It's going to be a big game at the weekend though, isn't it? That title game, effectively. The thing is, it'd be very Liverpool to, to lose to Brighton and Burnley and things like that and then go and beat Man City 3-0. <laughs> it'd be the most Liverpool thing in the world. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be an interesting yeah. game, how both managers set up. That's certainly one I'll be looking forward to watching. But it, <laughs> West Ham could go above you. Yeah, as well, they can. They? They're only two points behind you. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Bloody subject. <laughs> <laughs> Why did oh, we pick him up? <laughs> absolutely love him. I love him. Keeps keeps banging yeah. in those goals for my fantasy team. I love him. And he's just eating potato salad every day of the week, you know, and becoming bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that's going to do us for today um, thanks very much for joining me lads I would normally go through these all individually but it just takes so long there's so many of us <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much uh, we have an article on the website uh, called Mikhail <laughs> Antonio's it's a great Fox, read uh, which, is a, which is a fantastic it read. is it's a great read <laughs> yeah, and I've just uh, and some of the pictures in it are um, <laughs> they match up well <laughs> yeah questionable oh that that inspirational um, <laughs> writing for them that's brilliant that <laughs> proper crispy <laughs> yeah yeah um, we'll be we'll be back very soon probably another glad video. you enjoyed um, or something else <laughs> <laughs> I never know <laughs> quite clearly uh, but thanks very much for listening to you
Apple Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.